Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy and romance and all of the magical places they overlap. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Hmm. <sighs> Today is Thursday, October 15th, the Ides of October, um, closing in on the end of the U.S. election. I got my... Uh, Mail-in ballot yesterday, and we'll get those filled out and turned in. Mercury in retrograde, ending on the day of the election. <laughs> what, a, what an amazing year it has been. Turbulent and full of bizarre, bizarre things. <laughs> uh, I'm almost afraid to ask what the astrologers say for 2021. But we control what we can, which is the environment of our own minds and our own lives to the best of our ability. I um, finished revising Long Night of the Crystalline Moon on Tuesday and sent that to beta readers to see if there's... Mostly I want to make sure that people can step into the world okay. And finished revising the proposal for Agent Sarah on Dark Wizard. And that is going out, out into the world. So if you light candles or say prayers or any of those things, think, um, think big money for Dark Wizard. We're hoping for it. Um, Money's good. Money's always nice. So let's see. Um, yesterday I got done fairly early. I started a little bit before I met up with Dorinda because I had an early afternoon hair appointment. It was at 1 o'clock, which is earlier than I like to go. But I did manage to go do that and got um, finished both the proposal and um, I did do a little bit more tweaking on Dark Wizard. There was a plot point I failed to carry through that I wanted to do. So I got those things done. And then I got a um, couple thousand words in on Heirs of Magic number one, which I'm going to have to get titled before too long. But that seems to be kicking into gear. I'm excited about that. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then I ran off, got my hair re-redded, and um, caught up on Leslie Penelope's podcast on My Imaginary Friends. And I thought that I had several things that she made me think of, but um, I'm not thinking of them right now that I was going to respond to. But it's not in my head this morning. Uh, but it was good to catch up on on her show, on her life. Um, you know, I just don't listen to podcasts at home much, and I, I probably need to change that. So it's sort of like only when I'm in town running errands do I do that sort of thing. Um, I was very interested that she had that one episode with a big spike and she hasn't been able to figure out where 
it was posted that so many people went and listened to it. And I think I mentioned on here, too, that I have one like that when I talked about Cressley Cole. Um, and I'm sure mine was easier to track because uh, I did have a couple people message me and email me about it with responses. So I knew that it must have gotten posted to some sort of um, Cressley Cole reader board. So, you know, it's just funny how sometimes you, you get those those little spikes. I see people do, a, do something on Twitter where they'll say, um, you know, like some tweet of theirs gets retweeted a whole bunch of times, and they'll say something like, uh, oh, I didn't expect this to take off, and um, you can read my books here. And, you know, I don't usually say things about cinnamon rolls, but I, I do talk about these things. You and and you know it's this thing where people belatedly realize that like there was this big opportunity where they got a lot of eyes or ears on them, and it's like oh, but did I did I grab them? Did I keep them? Um, I think it's tempting to look on those things as I don't want to say a missed opportunity, but you know there's this whole idea of a fear of missing out, right? FOMO. And I don't think that it's a real thing. I think it stems from the feeling that if we, maybe back to the thing about opportunity only knocks once, you know, that there's only one chance, you know, and that here you had this viral tweet and you didn't say anything about your books in it. And, you know, it was this missed opportunity that you missed out. And, I may have told this story before, but I remember one of the first writer conferences I went to, and it was, um, I'm trying to decide if it would hurt to say. I don't think it hurts to, to give details. Um, it was RT in Orlando. That was a funny year for me because I like ended up going to Orlando like three times within four months, um, once for my day job and two for like two different conferences. It was really odd. But I went to the RT conference in Orlando, I think in 2009. I think that's right. And it was a little bit of a funky hotel, um, which I discovered much later that the RT conventions often were at these, you know, sort of barely adequate hotels, sort of you know, like not actually skanky, but a little bit on the funky side. And so this one was a little bit on the funky side, but it did have this beautiful pool area and a pool bar and restaurant and all these tables. And like the first night or so, a group of us ended up at one of these tables and we sat out there in the warm night air under the stars, you know, and the the nicely lit palm trees and we had drinks and we talked and I made new friends and it was a really wonderful evening. And it, you know, just perfect in so many ways. And one of the gals that I met and I, and I met a lot of writers there that night who are still my friends and colleagues. It's really kind of funny. You know, some have fallen away, but others are still around. So then the next evening, I saw one of those gals, and I said, um, 
do you want to head out to the the pool again and have have drinks out there and she said no she said actually i'm going to to stay in at like this like a party thing that they were having she said it it turns out that i missed out on several things last night by being out there and so i feel like i really need to be in here and i was like oh okay and it it struck me as odd because i thought well you know, she didn't specify. And it's like, well, who said this to you? And what what things did you miss out on? And what did they miss out on by not being out under the stars with us? And I I didn't fault her for it because I totally got her ambition. Um, you know, that you go to the conferences to network with people and for those opportunities. I, I do have friends who go to like the writers' conferences and they barely attend the conference at all because they're out touring the city where it is, you know, going to museums or restaurants or that kind of thing and taking off entire days. And I, I, I understand the desire to go tour. I don't do that very much unless I'm getting like totally burned out on the conference because I always figure I'm there for the conference. But to me, having drinks with people out by the pool is equally useful as sort of being in like where things are happening. Um, I think that has been kind of a feature of my, probably my entire life. And that's probably one reason why I am, I've like never been one of the cool kids because I could never figure out why what the cool kids were doing was interesting. <laughs> it was like um, we were all supposed to want to do what the cool kids were doing, and yet what they were doing was yeah, not particularly interesting to me. And it always seemed like an artifice, like people had sort of deliberately created saying, oh, this this nucleus over here is what's cool. And you should be sad that you are not doing this thing um, and you're doing something else instead. And it's like, well, no, actually I am um, happy with <laughs> what I'm doing and I'm interested in this thing. I think probably a lot of um, artists and outliers are that way. Uh, I think networking is a thing that tends to be mysterious to people, you know, that wanting to control those opportunities, wanting to sort of choke every last drop out of every opportunity that presents itself. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. I don't think that that is how the universe flows. You know, first of all, you know, I, I talk about that. I, I'm a Taoist and I do believe in the flow of the universe, the energy of the universe. And, this is a an eternal flow. It's it doesn't come in bubbles that like drop into your lap and then you must suck every drop out of. It's an ongoing flow. So I don't think that there is this thing of like missing out and and you don't necessarily need to to worry about these things, I guess, you know, like, oh, here was my chance to get all of these eyes and to keep these eyes and ears. And they went on their way, on their way. Because one thing that Leslie and I compared notes is that while we both did have this 
um, big spike in podcast listeners, there wasn't really a discernible increase after that in people who stayed. I think some continue to listen. Hi. Hi, if you did. Um, but these things seem to sort of settle out, and it's very similar in book sales. that you get a real spike in book sales from something or another, and then it settles out again into, you know, I, I track my book sales, of course, because I track everything, um, you know, and there's a very steady level, and it'll, it'll bump up and to be at a better level than it used to be, but it tends to plateau at those certain levels. A lot of things are like that, that um, they tend to want to settle out at a homeostatic level. And I think that's just one of the, the drives of the universe, you know. Uh, like weight, you know. Anyone who has really worked at trying to lose weight or to gain weight, you know, my body is just amazing at wanting to keep a particular weight. <laughs> it's like I could survive so many famines because my body is like, nope, I like this weight and I'm staying at it no matter what. So I'm not sure what the take-home message here is except, um, except yeah, don't, don't worry about missing out on things. Don't worry about missing opportunities because... There are all sorts of opportunities, and there are all sorts of things that come back around and cycle. So, um, let's see. I don't think I have much else news. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit... Um, Brain fried today, maybe with Dark Wizard going out into the world and having finished Long Night. And so I am just not feeling very thinky, thinky today. Which is unfortunate because I need to record some things. Maybe I'll be more articulate by this afternoon. Well, our, our weather really changed too. So it's much colder today. That's why I'm inside. And I think that that um, barometric brain change kind of percolates through the brain cells, you know. So I think I'll just go and let some words flow through me and get that. Uh, it's interesting seeing where this story is going. I guess I, I did want to talk about this a little bit because uh, Leslie was talking about how different people view stories. And she was talking about a metaphor of like the writer being a planet and having space junk circling it. And she quoted someone, I forget who, but I'll, I'll find the podcast and try to link to it if I remember. But the idea of the idea sort of orbiting around. And she was talking about that. She thinks sitting quietly and allowing the ideas to come to her is a way that um, her creativity works. For me, um, mine is kind of similar, except for me, it's the act of writing that brings the ideas through. So like for Heirs of Magic, I haven't been sure what the crisis will be, but I've been writing the scene where the High Queen tells them about it. And as she tells them, it comes out. Um, and that's a really cool part of the process. I think that's probably why... Um, People like Leslie will say that I'm an intuitive writer, which I think is true. Um, 
it it doesn't feel like ideas come and orbit around me. It feels like they come through me. And somebody, an idea, maybe it's the Tao, right? That flow from somewhere else uh, comes through and offers me the thing. So, all right. On that note, I'm just going to go ahead and get on with my day. I am running a little bit behind, unfortunately. Oh, slept in long. It was a dark and cold morning. So, um, I'll remind you that frolic, that frolic, that frolic media podcast network comprises first cup of coffee <laughs> and you'll find other podcasts there that you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.